Hello, and welcome to Simply Edify's podcast. Our goal is to encourage women as we navigate the messiness of life through biblical studies, personal stories, and practical tips that bolster our walk with Jesus daily. Thank you for joining us in our episode today. Merry Christmas, everyone. We are going to just talk about some of our favorite hymns, Christmas hymns in this episode leading up to the week of Christmas, as my children informed me that yesterday that we are a week out and I informed them that they better be expecting a very light Christmas this year because I'm not ready. No, I am not either. It's gone by so quickly and it just, it's just like here, it's here. I feel the whole year has just flown by. I mean, there's been a lot of things that have happened and in our family as far as like moving and big things. But at the same time, it's like that just flew by like way fast, way, way, way too fast. So here we are at the end of December going into our next year and talking about Christmas. We're going to all, we're going to sing for you today. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not. I'm just teasing. Having to listen to our talking voices is bad enough. (laughs) Yeah. You have to edit it. So. You don't want to have to listen to that. Uh, Alethea asked me the other day, she was like, mom, why don't you like listen to your own podcast? I'm like, "Um, because I actually speak the podcast and then I edit the podcast. And so by the time I'm done with all of that, I don't want to hear the podcast ever again. I never want to hear the sound of my own voice again. Yeah. (laughs) Not that we we don't enjoy it. We do. Just we'll spare you the same. (laughs) was the point of all that. We won't. We won't sing. We spent the entire weekend doing Christmas programs from our church and our school. So it has been three days of Christmas program stuff and actually weeks of it because of practicing at school. So I am very up on my Christmas hymns right now. (laughs) What is one of your top favorites? Oh, we were talking about this before we started. It's hard to narrow it down. I really do love Christmas music and one of my favorite albums to listen to is the one you introduced me to in college, which was the Von Trapp family singers, mm-hmm. great children. Yeah. So like the real Maria Von Trapp from Sound of Music, the real one, her grandchildren, great grandchildren. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know if it's grandchildren or great grandchildren, but yeah, just these like cute little great- voices. <laughs> yeah. It's adorable. I found it. Um, on like my Amazon music app yeah. and listen to it and I love it but um actual songs I love the song in the bleak midwinter because it's moody and I'm a little moody <laughs> I think um <laughs> and it's just very it the music is really pretty mm-hmm. but I taught my kids and my students we all learned that line and my mom taught me the verse I think it's the third verse that says what can I give him for as I am if I were a shepherd I would bring him a lamb if I were a wise man I would do my part what can I give him I'll give him my heart Mm -hmm. I just think that's so simple but so beautiful and really just explains the importance of Christmas and what what is important about Christmas in one little tiny verse (laughs) right yeah I like that one too, because it's, it's just like the melody in and of itself is kind of soothing. 
It is. It's like kind of almost a lullaby. Yeah. Um, it's very beautiful. And yeah, I like I love the songs that really talk about Christ as more than just a baby in a manger. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something when I am talking to kids, whether it's a church or school or home, it's, I'm like, guys, this is we we sometimes forget that Jesus isn't still just a baby in a manger. That's what we talk about and sing about. But he's a real person. He was the king of kings. He was, you know, we go through all that stuff. But so I like the songs that have a little bit more depth than like, oh, there were some angels singing and there was a baby in a manger. and Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are usually fun and pretty, but I just I like the ones with a little bit more meat to them. Yeah, that's I, I chose O Come, O Come, Emmanuel because of that reason. It is a very rich in prophetic uh, phrases about Christ and what he would do when he came. Um, but not just from his first coming, his first advent, but also his second coming. Again, the melody is more somber. It's in a minor tone or whatever, but it's the words are just very rich and the truth found throughout the scripture about Christ coming and what was the significance of it. Um, so most people know the first verse. I'm just going to read a few of the other verses because it's not a very popular one, but like I said, it's pretty rich. So the second verse is, O come thou rod of Jesse free, thine own from Satan's tyranny. From depths of hell thy people save and give them victory or the grave. And then the next one is, O come thou day spring from on high and cheer us by thy drawing nigh. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night and death's dark shadow put to flight. O come thou key of David come and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high and close the path to misery. O come Adonai, Lord of might, who to thy tribes on Sinai's height in ancient times didst give thy law in cloud and majesty and awe. So those are just really rich in truth about who Jesus was and why he came, not just as a babe in a manger, but to die, to set us free from the, the as it was talking about the tyranny of death and Satan and hell. And it talks about Jesus making a way for us to go on, uh, up to heaven with him. That's the whole point of his coming the first time. And then it also talks about his return and coming to restore and renew. And, you know, it says, Oh, come, O come Emmanuel. Right. And Emmanuel was the Jewish term for the Messiah. And Jesus obviously came as a Jew to the Jewish nation first, but he's not done with them right now as a Gentile, I can come and I can accept Christ as my savior. And I have that open to me and I'm thankful and grateful for that, but he's not done with them. And as, as believers, we need to remember that God still has a special place in his heart for Israel and he will restore them to him back to him in the end. Those are just a few of the reasons why I like that song. My daughter sang that with her, a group of kids at her school that was like many ages sang together. 
And so her and a kindergartner in my class were singing together and they came back after practice and were like, that song's about Jesus coming back. That's not just about Christmas. That song's about Jesus coming back. And I was like, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so that was pretty cool that they were being taught that because I, I wasn't there. I was, um, I actually got a, a break while they were in practice. But just that they learned just man songs are so important. I think we just talked about that last week, but songs are so important because the kids, kids really do learn from them. Yes, we, we learn. learn from them, but <laughs> kids do too. My husband and I were just talking about this actually last night about like modern Christmas songs, like even Christian ones and how sometimes they just lack the depth, you know, of the older Christmas hymns. And we were just discussing that and kind of just comparing some of the the songs and the hymns and stuff. And really, we were talking about language itself. We got to the point where like it, this breaks down to language itself. Like our language has become so much cheaper, if I could use that word. Like our vocabulary is definitely way lacking compared to those a hundred years ago. Plus, we don't we Never. don't. The richness in our vocabulary and in our language and in our thought process to express these deep and meaningful ideas in poetic form that can be sung, you know, and it's kind of sad. It really is. If you start using words that are a little bit outside of the scope of what is normal, people just stare at you like, what are you even talking about? (laughs) These are words that like, if you read a book, I don't know, you probably it's it's not our like slang vocab. <laughs> right. That's yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like if there's some depth, we can like keep that word keeps coming up, but like if there's like some depth to it and more than just face value, like there's the word has some depth of meaning, then it's like a hit or miss whether people in the room are gonna be like, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. I've obviously you know, we have our, everyone has their preferences, but I just really love actually dissecting the hymns that we sing and Mm -hmm. kind of just realizing the truth behind them and how the the writers themselves, this didn't just come out of nowhere. These Mm -hmm. people hold, held these truths dear. These people believed these words that they were um, putting into music and some of them just into poems. We were talking also about I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. And that one mm-hmm. is just, you know, the story behind that has become a little bit more pop- popular recently. But yeah, that if you have a chance and you haven't read the history of Longfellow and why he wrote the hymn and all of those things, I recommend you do that because it meant something to him. It wasn't just a pretty poem. Uh, yeah. It was love- him reconciling what he was seeing in reality a harsh bad reality and then what he believed in his heart because of his faith i get like so emotional every time when it says god is not dead nor doth he sleep Mm -hmm. the wrong shall fail the right prevail with peace on earth goodwill to to men yeah no it's it's very rich because i've feel that most of us come to that point in our life where we do question God are you good and I see all of this horrible wickedness around 
and I see this horrible things happening in my life. And that kind of just through that song, you see that struggle that he went through of is God good? Can Mm -hmm. he be trusted? And, and yes, the answer is there. Right Mm -hmm. will prevail. And yeah, so just things like that, just to bring to memory, if we already knew, you know, the background of the song, just to bring it to memory. And if our kids don't know it, to make sure that we share that knowledge with them and the meaning behind some of the phrases in the words that we sing, you know, thou day spring on high. Do you know what that is referring to? Thou route of Jesse. Do you know what that's referring to? And where do we find that in the scripture? You know, this is, these are all old Testament um, prophecies of the coming of the Messiah. And our kids need to know that. And we need to know that, especially now in this day and age where everything is questioned in a very, relevant and subjective way we need to have some concrete truths and it needs to be reinforced with our music so it does a great time to do that it it is and i think that we we let a lot of music into our lives and i'm not gonna to go down the rabbit hole of style and you know the actual types of music but if you just focused on the lyrics let's just take away the music aspect and just the lyrics there's my daughter and I were just having a conversation about the um how some songs are just not theologically sound yeah and they are you know they're singing them because they're hearing them like on the radio or something and and then they're singing because it's coming from like a good source they think that it's truth Mm-hmm. and so i don't think that necessarily you can't enjoy a positive song just because it's like you know there might be a song you hear and it's like oh that's fun and catchy or whatever and doesn't mean that it's evil but, but my point isn't to teach your kids to be like detectives necessarily more teach them the truth so that when they hear something that doesn't line up with what they what is true they can recognize it mm-hmm. and that they can and be like, hey, how is that linked with what I know is true about God's word or what I've been taught about God's word? One day my son was listening to the radio and he's like, man, that's not true. That's terrible. That's not true. He was like four. And mm-hmm. He had misheard the lyrics of the song. Oh. <laughs> <And when laughs> like, it wasn't right. According, you know, in the way he was pr- interpreting it, it wasn't right. And I was really proud of him for like being so upset. Right. <laughs> he was like, man. That is not true. <laughs> Why are they thinking that if it's not true? Yes, Christmas is just a great time to fill your home with good music and to share. I mean, you can literally go to people's front doors, knock on their doors, and sing at them. Mm-hmm. The gospel. You can sing you the can gospel. You can go sing the gospel at people's faces. Mm-hmm. Orally. You don't even have to do it well. Right. You can just go, go to there. a nursing home. Yes, worried about your voice. I remember I I was looking up here like how we can get into nursing home. I don't think we're gonna be able to do it this year because uh, I haven't had enough time to like like you know plan to go there or whatever. But in West Virginia, would go every year with just me and my kids and my husband, and (laughs) we'd sing to those um older people and we didn't sing very well because they were all very little and we're not the greatest singers but we did and they loved it <laughs> and uh share some positive 
Christmas music and see the smiles on their faces and stuff. It's it's definitely worth it. I I was like trying to find a place around here and I didn't have good success with that yet. So maybe next year. So it's been probably three years since we've been able to go to a nursing home because of COVID. So that was such that that was like the worst thing in the world. It was super upsetting. But this year we're actually able on we're gonna be able to go to the nursing home in Carol this year. Yeah. Yeah. I was really excited when I found that out that they're gonna let us come back in. So it's a good thing. My kids went caroling today for a little bit too with the with the church. They did a couple couple places. Nice. And um there's just so much about Christmas that is self centered and that is even if it's not necessarily bad, it misses the point. And we can get so busy, Mm -hmm. so busy, so stressed out. And I know as moms, and I know the majority of the people listening to this are the person in the household who's probably doing the most preparation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're probably have that on your shoulders and we can get very, very worn down by this season. I know I can. Some people it just invigorates and for some people it wears you out. And I'm one of those people that I really have to know my limits when it comes to Christmas and what we can and can't do. And and expectations, that. you know, like realistically, I think of there's years where you can do it all. You know, yeah. you, you can participate and you can be there and you can do the things. But then there's other years where you can't and you have to know that and you have to let everybody in your family know that. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things that happens is that we feel like this pressure to perform, but we know that we can't. So we get frustrated and we don't let anyone know. We don't let anyone know how we're feeling or that we can't do it. There's just different times. There's different seasons where you can't, when you have all the littles and you, or whatever, it's harder to do all of the things. So you have to have that expectation and let other people know your expectation of, Hey, I'd love to do this, but this year we're only doing X, Y, and Z. So, yeah, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, especially when those things that you're making time for are the right things. Yeah. And and what's important to you? Like, there's nothing just because a tradition is silly or maybe isn't necessarily like churchy (laughs) doesn't mean that it's not important. If your family's tradition is to all get matching pajamas and watch a silly Christmas movie but that's something that's important to you like that's okay to do that over going to some big Christmas festival or something that you see in a Hallmark movie like I'm like <laughs> where do they even do these things like I, I don't even know we it's not real I always real. like who, who if I watch <laughs> if I watch one of those things I'm always like okay first of all if there was really that amount of snow on the ground you'd Nobody be freezing <laughs> they always walk around with their coats unbuttoned right Love- I mean, they always have scarves, like multiple scarves. That is true. true. We could pick apart. We, if we could pick apart hymns, we could definitely sit and pick apart Hallmark movies for a long time. (laughs) My point is, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) My point is, Christmas music is one of those things that you can fill your home, fill your holiday season with. You know, it's good. It's simple. It doesn't take away. It only adds. And. Mm. I personally have found that music in my home can be such a game changer, whether it's Christmas or not, when we're having bad attitudes, when I am getting depressed, when um, everyone's getting frustrated, whatever. Turning on good music Mm -hmm. can change the atmosphere of your home. Mm -hmm. For sure. 
Okay. So we're going to wrap this up before we go down any more rabbit holes yeah, <laughs> and start certainly. talking about any more, um, you know, things. <laughs> oh, this is us. This is us on our very, very best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, if you want to bash Hallmark movies, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> we like them. We just also think to tear them apart. All right. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year because we're not going to be on again till after the new year. Happy New Year. We are honored that you chose Simply Edify to be a part of your day. If this episode was a blessing to you, would you consider subscribing to our podcast as well as writing a review or giving us a rating? This would be such a help to our ministry. We would love for other people to find us and this is one of the ways that they can. Thank you.